Hey everyone, Joe Workman here, and I just want to apologize. You'll notice that this episode, we talk about holidays and eggnog, and it's March right now. Well, we recorded this episode back in December, and I unfortunately, over the holidays, had a hard drive crash, and um, we thought we lost these episodes forever, uh, but luckily, I was able to finally dig up a copy in some um old time machine archives. And, uh, I'm glad that I was able to find them because they're really valuable and uh, I hope you enjoy them. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump on in. Boom, Greg, we are back for part two. We're going to jump right back into things. Um, heck with the chit chat. Uh, Greg, what's next up in your um in your page insights? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on. Let's back whoa, it up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I was going too quick for you there. Just a, just a just a quick recap. We're we're examining each other's sites in PageBeat and going through the content and giving our personal impressions of the results and how much we care about them and how personal we take it. Fair Rich. enough. Yes. So if far. you didn't listen to part one, go check out part one. Uh, we already talked about some of the uh, you know common page speed insights, um, you know errors that people tend to get. So head head over and listen to part one. Yes, and so far it seems like neither of us have lost any sleep over no over anything. None. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next? My turn. Your turn. Yeah, your turn. Go for it. All right. My site. We got for our new CSS. You discussed that one. I had the same kind of same kind of warning in mind. I have an interesting one. Minimize main thread work. Uh, this one's interesting. This one's going to be a lot of uh, what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't. They break it down into categories. My minimize thread work is script evaluation. All right. So those are the. Those are the JavaScript libraries that I'm using that are generating the animations on my home on my Chili Dog software site. Um, that's just what I need to, the tools I need to render that page. I'm not going to really change that. Styling and layout takes 400 milliseconds. Okay, that's good. Um, other that's not very helpful. It takes 750 milliseconds. You could help me out a little there. You know, I can't really do anything when you say other. Um, script parsing is good. Parsing the HTML, good. Yeah. Um, so if 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 one second of the time, half of the time that they're complaining about is the JavaScript animation on the top of my page. Um, if you don't like the JavaScript animation on the top of my page, let me know. I do. Um, add style and that's, you know lets people know about the content on my page. I think they're really kind of pushing pushing people to just what a plain non-JavaScript website. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't really know to say about that. I mean, I like the slider. I need some animation, add some uniqueness to my to my site. Um, you know, funny yeah. enough, when I ran your site through the page speed, it didn't even come up. That wasn't even one of the things that came up. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay so hmm. it did come up on mine although it says my i got a green check mark on mine saying that i'm all good so if a user if you are seeing this uh, 
A, there, there's nothing you can do about this unless you want to try to potentially find the stack. Um, and it's just going to be trial and error in terms of probably, um, you know, removing that unless you know how to use the dev tools, which probably most people don't, right? To try to zero in what it is. But um, you want to join on your site says MI browser for minimize main thread work? It gave you 8.7 seconds. See? Funny because on mine it says 2.5 seconds. So. Yeah, it said serve static assets within the cache policy, reduce job reduce JavaScript execution time, avoid excess DOM size. I, I have the excess DOM size as a warning and as a different one though, not in uh, minimized thread work. Yeah, it, oh, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe it's. Oh, you know what it's doing. Oh, never mind. I was misreading it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was misreading it because their collapse is a little strange. No, it gave me eight point seconds for you for minimized thread main thread work. The highest ranking one was script evaluation, followed by style and layout, followed by this category called other, which we still haven't determined what that actually means. Yeah. yeah. So Okay, cool. Yeah. This is actually an interesting segue. Because the error I was going to talk about was using excessive DOM size. Now, this one's actually new to me. I'd never seen this. So um, I'm, I'm, this is an interesting one to me. Um, I think this is new to their checker because I've never seen this this warning before. Now, on mine, it says it's a warning. Um, now, it says your browser uh, um, recommends that they have no. you have less than 1,500 DOM nodes. Okay. Um, What's a DOM node? What What is a DOM node, Greg? A DOM node, uh, everyone here, is essentially <laughs> like um, something like if you've looked at HTML code, it's a div or it's a paragraph tag. So basically a node um, in HTML um, is kind of that HTML tag that you're aware of, right? So it's, it is a, a div or a paragraph or a span or a button or a link. So all of those individual tags is considered a DOM node, right? So I am at 1,090 DOM nodes, um, and uh, Google wants me to be under 1,500. So I am under that, um, but I am pretty sure that the, I know some users' websites are probably way over that because I've seen what their what their pages look like in edit mode, and I'm sure that they are way over. Because guys, if you are getting this error, you got to reevaluate your pages, um, probably because you're probably making them way too complex. Right. Like if you have like 20 stacks nested into each other, um, you might want to think about learning how to simplify that. Right. I mean, <laughs> um, it's great that we can nest stacks, but um, I think some people go a little too far and that um, you can accomplish most of the time you can accomplish the same exact thing with less stacks. Um, so if you are getting this excessive DOM size issue, um, have a look at your stacks pages in edit mode. And um, I'm pretty sure you're probably uh, using way too many stacks on the page. What do you think, Greg? Yes, yes I agree. Um, you know, this this plays into uh, uh, some of these other categories too, because the larger DOM size is going to affect your rendering time, yep. your main thread time, right? All all these things are related to the size of your page. Yep. And this is this is probably the this is this this really just says your page is too big right so if once you get more and more elements on the page your page size is growing right so if you really want to make a big page throw some big images on there but this is another way to do it add a lot of this so 
I agree. Cool. You, you got any more errors on your site? Uh, my site. I'm clicking around, quickly looking at examining your site. And I can jump back to mine. <laughs> um, let's see. And you want to dive down into the progressive web app stuff and accessibility? Yeah, I was, look, I was looking at that and I'm just kind of like, uh, not applicable to my site and, you know, my yeah, business. I think most people web app. that progressive web app stuff doesn't really pertain to rapid EV users. So I think it'd be pretty much safe to say that, uh, um, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not using web apps in, uh, you know, we're not using Rapweaver to make web apps. So, um, you probably don't need to worry about that. Like it has errors for stuff like, you know, respond when you're offline and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't need to have websites offline right now. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that really, uh, pertains. Right. How about an accessibility? What we got here? Yeah, that's what I find interesting. And that's kind of personal interest of mine is accessibility. Um, I just think it's important to be fair to people like that, be, be fair to people in general, um, and accommodating and you know, make the web an open, an open place for them. Um, so scoring an 87, I'm proud of, but I'm definitely interested in what's listed here. One of them being color contrast and the other one being a frame or iframes having a title tag, uh, which I didn't really know about. So I may have to look into those a little bit. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. Um, How about you? I have, I have one more in the diagnostics um, mm -hmm. section that I, I'm still unsure. And I've read it three or four times what the hell it means. Text is invisible while web, while web fonts are loading. Leverage the font display CSS feature to ensure text is user visible while web fonts are loading. So it's saying that it, I'm, I'm thinking, cause I do use, you know, web fonts, um, you know, some fancy web fonts on this, to, on my Weaver space page. And uh, I'm thinking that it's saying that, you know, these web fonts aren't going to be, are, you know, aren't going to be displayed be, until they're loaded. I'm, I'm unsure. It doesn't really give me any suggestions on what to do. Um, so I'll, I'll look at these. I'll, I'll have to take a note and look at these, this font display CSS feature that it's, uh, saying, and I'll, I'll look at that. Um, and I have to do some research offline here. I really don't know what it means. Um, but, uh, but yeah, do you know, Greg? No, I have, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm on his version CSS as you and a couple other poke. So when I haven't heard of that one, I work, I work, I work far and more in PHP and JavaScript. <laughs> okay. Interesting. It looks like, uh, so I just brought up the documentation for CSS font display and it looks like you can provide some sort of, um, a fallback font to use while the actual font family is being loaded interesting um so yeah font and uh oh and it's not even implemented hardly anywhere yet <laughs> it's it's implemented in chrome and that's it it looks like oh safari has it as well so chrome and safari support this css property that uh so this this is another one that google's trying to you know hawk off their future stuff but um it's interesting it's something i learned just today so font, the font display property allows you to define a fallback that will only be used while the font is being loaded. Interesting. Probably something I can add into my font pro stacks. Cool. 
you going to do it? I think you're going to add it to your site and try it out. I'll do it. Yeah, definitely. I'll do it. That, that seems like something, something easy to do. I'll do it next week. It's yeah. Easy. Cool. Uh, what else look, you before else? we get too far ahead uh, of here, I'll just jump into accessibility for my site. Um, now I got a score of a 66, so I'm a little behind you. Um, I did get the same thing for iframe title. Um, and some background, some color ratio stuff with background and foreground colors. Um, I have some things that are using ARIA tags that, that do not have valid values. Um, interesting. So it looks like I have a button that has an ARIA tab that an ARIA label in the code and the value, um, is unexpected. Um, so interesting. Uh, that's something. I will look into. It looks like there was it found one element that is not mine actually. Um it's from another stack I'm using on the page, so I'll have to ping him about that one. Uh not really anything I can do about that. But uh um yeah, if you get any of those things, um yeah. And let's see what's this buttons do not have an accessible name. What does that mean? A button blah blah blah. Oh, there's no there's no name thing. It's just like a hidden oh, there's a hidden button in here in the code. And it's not actually used on anything. It's just hidden. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of a warning one. Um, cause it's a hidden button on the page. It doesn't have an accessibility thing, but it's not actually visible on the page anyway. So, okay. Hmm. Interesting. It, yeah. You have an interesting one on your site. You're using jQuery two and it's flagged as a script with a, with a known vulnerability in it. Oh really? You see I that? See that one? Where's Where's that? Yeah, it's down under best practices. Under oh there includes oh two yeah two two four interesting <laughs> interesting two two four is the latest version of jQuery two as well. Is it really? Uh, I believe so. I I believe it's the latest version that. Uh, um, stacks loads. Um, where do we see the latest release of? Well, the best fire you can hear is the latest jQuery version. So, just to let everybody know, um, the current version of Foundation. Uh, does not work too well with with jQuery three, which is why I am still using jQuery two. Um, but Foundation two, which I'm working on um, as we speak, um, will uh, will use jQuery three. So um, just let everybody know that. Cool. But, uh, okay. Interesting vulnerability. I also have this li links to uh, cross domain destinations are unsafe. Oh. Uh. I'm I'm linking to weaverradio.com and I'm linking to Weaver Space and it's saying that I shouldn't be doing that. Oh, unless I oh I need to, it's recommending I add a rel no referrer tag to those external links. Okay. Why a no oh, referrer? So Wouldn't that just it, it doesn't that tell the browser not to say that I referred them? Yeah, it's probably a um so, so now that the the browser doesn't include all the session information or whatever. Not the oh, session. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh fair enough. Could've... That that could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. 
And do not use passive listeners to improve scrolling performance. Oh, so I'm, uh, I probably have, uh, yes, I have like a load more widget that, that checks the scroll performance or, or, or the scroll position of the page. Um, so yeah, I got that too, because, because my slider on my page, you can drag. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that I want to use that on my page. Right. So like, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yes. How about SEO? What's under SEO? Um, I don't, we don't, I don't want to dive too far into SEO cause we've already done quite a few shows on that, but let's see. Links do not have descriptive text. Oh yeah. I have some, some ones that don't have a uh, good alt text uh, on my page. So it kind of, it's the same thing. My link text is learn more. Same thing for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, these are links, not images. Descriptive link text. I was, yep. Oh, is that like a, t- oh, probably a title tag on the links. Yeah. I don't yeah. really put title tags on my links. Yes. Yeah. That's the same problem. Okay. Is that, I wonder, uh, interesting. You would think that would be like an accessibility thing though, but accessibility is going to, going to display whatever the text is in the link. Right. So yeah, I don't yeah. know about that one. Eh. Yeah. I mean, you show up as a 90. Yeah. I have a 91. Given that, given that the error margin here seems to be like 20%, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's close enough. Yep. All in all, I think both of our sites, I, I'm pretty happy with my results. Um, there, there's a few minor things that I can look at to see if I can improve. But again, I, all in all, I'm pretty happy. How about, how about you, Greg? Yes, yes, I'm happy. I'm, I am far more content working on you know the other projects that I get going instead of obsessing over these details right now. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't think trying to spend a couple of weeks trying to learn learn or figure out how to get one extra point here and there is going to make me any different any difference that yeah i'll ever see so i'd rather make i'd rather make fun stuff for people yeah you know i did load a couple customer sites so i just i went to weaver space and just found like you know five or six urls that were on random posts and uh loaded those in the background while we were chatting and ran the PHP reports and to be honest like the um a lot of it, it's a lot of the same errors, um, that we were, that we were having on our site. Um, so nothing really jumped out at me, um, in terms of anything different, uh, that, you know, be, the, the combo of your and my site didn't, didn't already show. Yep. So I do want to, I do, I should note that, um, guys, uh, me and Greg both did these tests. Uh, we didn't go to, you can just go, go to page speed insights. I don't know the URL off the top of my head, but just Google page speed insights and it'll take you there. But uh, you can also use Chrome, and if you just open up uh, any website in Chrome, and then open up the developer tools, uh, which which by default is um, uh, Alt or Command uh, Command Option I, right? So Command Option I will open up the Dev Tools. There is an Audits tab um, in the Chrome. This is only in Chrome, um, not in Safari. So in Chrome only, there's an Audits tab in there. And basically you can run mobile and desktop uh, performance audits from directly inside Chrome. And what's actually kind of cool is um, they have a throttling setting in there as well. So you can like simulate a 3G connection or a 4G connection. And then um, you can run your audits through that sort of, you know, um, network filter, um, which is quite interesting if you want to see like how someone, you know, who's loading your site on a 3G connection would see it. 
Um, so yeah, that's basically, uh, you know, how, uh, me and Greg were running, uh, these tests right now. We're from inside Chrome. It seemed to be, we were having some issues with, uh, the web app from page for page speed, um, kind of bombing and giving us errors. So, um, we ran them from inside Chrome it seemed to actually run a lot faster for me. Like, um, it, the, the report generated a lot quicker than it did online. So, um, I don't know. Any, any thoughts on that, Greg? Uh, same here. I couldn't even run your site through their online tool. I'm guessing it's just a resource thing. So you have to hit their server. So they they run their little emulator tool. And uh, if you run it on your on your desktop, it just uses your memory on your, your machine and simulates it that way. So yeah, it's a lot faster just running it locally. Cool. Are there any other tools that you like to use or, or that you use at all for performance? Yes. Yes, there is. Um, and I will, and I will give you the, and I will give you the link for the show notes. It's, um, is it webpagetest.org? No, it is not. Oh, okay. It, oh, man. Well, while Greg finds it, um, <laughs> yes, while I find one, this one, one I've, I've used in the past is called webpagetest.org. And, um, it's pretty decent. The site itself is rather hideous and ugly because it's got a lot of, you know, this, this site sponsored by so-and-so. Um, but, um, it is a, it is a nice, um, a nice one. Um, it gives you a, a good report. Um, I think it's fair Again, it's pretty much same results as Google in terms of, um, you know, don't take everything as, uh, you know, solid, you know, gold and Bible. Um, but take these and find things that you could potentially, um, fix and try to fix them. Um, but it, you know, you could, um, you know, I tend to run it through this and, uh, Google's page speed, just kind of get an idea to see if I could find any low hanging fruit. That's easy for me to fix, um, to make things a little bit better. Yes. So the one I use is pingdom tools.pingdom.com. Yes. Yes. Good, good company. Yes. So you can put it in your URL and you can choose a, a test location. So you can actually test your site from different locations around the world and it will download the resources, give you a grade, however they determine that and yeah, make some suggestions for you. Um, one thing is, is if you use HTTPS, you want to put in your address as HTTPS. Otherwise it'll take a point or two off because it has to do the redirect from HTTP to HTTPS. So, same thing for dub 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 versus non dub dub. If you have redirects yep. going either way, yep. make sure you put in yep. the, the actual final ones. So, yeah, so you don't have to go through all that redirect stuff. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I use. So people can check it out. Um, maybe joking, throw it in the show notes for you. Yep. We'll do. Cool. And uh, the only other thing I could think of here is that I can see that might be interesting for users. If you go into the audits tab, you can actually download your report. So you can save that if you want to send that to a client or. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. You can export that as a client and, you know, make for a client, make it look kind of more professional for you. Um, yeah, you can be although, like, here's what I ran, you know, I ran your site before and ran it after and hopefully it gets better. Oh, yeah, okay. I can see that be a before and after thing. Sure. Yeah. I, I definitely see that, but you know, it, it could be concerning for them because they know even less than most the, the actual rapid user designing the site, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, that. But there, there are some users, you know, that that their their clients they'll they'll they know about PageSpeed, right? So they they load their URL in there, you know, without knowing anything, even less than what you know what anyone probably listening to us is even knowing about. So there's definitely some danger there. 
or you can just talk about the SEO score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. S- yeah, you can talk about the SEO score. You got a 91. What did I get? I got a 90. Oh, you beat me. Yeah. Yeah. You're buying me an, you're buying me an eggnog and bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks on Joe. Drinks on Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to find it. I saw it earlier. The only other thing that I saw that was interesting is that you could download a HAR archive of your, of your page. Yes. And I can't find it now, but that's interesting from a developer standpoint because it lets us recreate or lets us see how everything was loaded on your site. So if there's ever issue mm-hmm. um, as a developer, you know, I'm can, pretty sure when you save, uh, Oh, that's a JSON file. I thought the, the perform the audits tab saved it as a har file, but no, it's a JSON file. No, I saw it. I could have sworn I saw it in here. Somebody will probably pick it out when they run it. But I thought that was cool because it lets us, you know, kind of recreate your page and see what's going on. Um, you know, you see the you see like the whole network console of everything that's being loaded, and, and if there's an error, everything else. Um, this is a fun developer thing. Users, you guys probably don't even care, but for me, I find it, I find it kind of cool. <laughs> so, anything Sweet. else, Joe? Any other tidbits you got for us, Greg? Uh, not really. No, just keep on keep on writing, writing good content, building good white sites, and uh, you know, have a good holiday. Try to try to. Yes. Try to- yeah. Chances are this will be the last episode we have before the before the Christmas holidays. So happy holidays to everyone! Thanks for listening, um, and uh, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, happy whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, so yeah, thank thank yeah. you for the reminder on that, Greg. Yeah try to have fun try to try to you know, let out some steam and enjoy yourselves and get ready for the new year sweet great will you have anything uh any, anything that you could plug really quick when you got anything coming out or anything exciting coming or recently not yet done? Not, um cool updates not quite yet no i mean i'm i'm working on writing the content for chili dog hosting it's it's coded it's pretty much coded now it's bug fixes and content so it's going to be fun. Sweet, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. It's a little bit, a little bit grueling to write content sometimes and not code. But you know, I got to do it. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Last week, I, I released an interesting one called an uh, interesting stack called Portal. I normally don't release stuff in in December, uh, just because everything is kind of you know slowing down and whatnot. But um, you know, a lot of people have been wanting this uh, this stack, and it's kind of curtailed towards definitely the more advanced users. So I figured uh, those are, those are going to be the people that are that are willing to work through the holidays anyway. Um, so it's a cool stack. It's basically like a server side partials. Um, you know, for anyone that knows, it's it's basically a very very fancy PHP include stuff, so that uh, um, you know you can import stacks pages into each other. Um, it only supports stacks pages right now, so you can only import stacks pages into other stacks pages. Um, so use cases like, uh, if you have a a footer on your website, chances are it's going to be the same everywhere. And while you could use a partial, um, inside rapid weaver to use that, um, you know, people that have very large websites tend to find if you edit a partial, um, you have to republish your entire site all over again. Uh, but with something like portal, you can publish just the page that has the, the footer, um, and then it'll magically update all the stacks on the page. So it's a cool stack. Check it out. If you haven't, uh, Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm hoping in the new year to start getting these projects done. So hopefully 
hopefully in the new year I have a lot more to talk about, a lot more interesting things that I can actually say that are shipped instead of just in progress. So gonna finally get a sales page up for that uh for the email newsletter stuff. It's in the new site. Oh, there we go. Finally. I, yes. I can ditch my my uh my my special link to your cart page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. And and I got I want I'm gonna do a lot of bundles so that I want to have hosting with toppings. Ooh, with toppings. Ooh, right, right. And add, add, add toppings to your hosting, right? See? Have me some fun with it. Sauerkraut or <laughs> Okay. Right? Toppings for what, a chili dog, what, right? What, what do you like on your chili dog, Greg? Uh peppers, onions, mustard. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you chili? You chili cheese and oh, ch- oh, you gotta have the cheese, definitely onions for sure. Um, yeah. you know, if, if it's a chili dog, I don't put ketchup or mustard though. For me, like okay. I, I don't know, that seems odd. Like if if I'm doing a hot dog, totally relish ketchup, mustard, onions. You know, do you guys have Costco over there? Do you go to Costco? Oh, yeah, dude, who, who doesn't <laughs> love the the dollar fifty Costco dogs? Like, you know, you get a you get a drink and a dog for a dollar fifty. Like, man, I can feed my entire family of five for under ten bucks. Like, where can you do that? Like, man. <laughs> yes, very true. But they don't very have true. eggnog and brandy, so sad. My Costco has a liquor store, a oh, liquor section. Yes, I, I could, I could, I I could get the Costco sized brandy. <laughs> yes and a costco size eggnog yes. and that's the last we ever hear of joe again <laughs> hey, Greg. well uh i hope you have a wonderful holidays yes likewise you too sweet and where can everybody find you they could find me at chilidogsoftware.com chilidoghosting.com for all your hosting and at barshard on twitter sweet how about you Everyone, I am Joe Workman. Obviously, you can find me at Joe Workman everywhere. Great. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and Weaver Space is my site. So uh, head over to Weaver.space for uh, some great Rap Weaver add-ons. And uh, guys, if you love this show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd love it. And if please send us an email right for to feedback at weaverradio.com if uh you can uh, ship us your favorite notes or if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover we'd love that so uh thank you very much and um we will talk to you guys soon happy holidays i hope you have a wonderful time with your families and um yeah we'll see you next year happy holidays everyone cheers bye cheers Boom. That was 30 minutes and 12 seconds.